Hello, podcast listeners. Welcome to another episode of PWC Connections, the podcast. We are back in the bucket. I will be one of your hosts, Lamont Henson, and joining me is none other than Courtney. Hey, Courtney, how's it going? Hey, Lamont, how are you? Uh, I am doing well, all things considered, here in 2020, uh-huh. but it is September 2020, which marks our one year anniversary of PWC Connections, the podcast. Wow. Can you believe that we have been doing this for one year and how different this year is from last <laughs> no. year? No. Last September, I can remember sitting in the bucket uh, with Mr. David Trago, our CEO, and being so nervous and thinking, can we pull this off? And we did it. Yeah. We've done it. We're doing it. Yeah. So what better way, I guess, to kind of mark uh, one year than telling people how to get prepared? Uh, mm-hmm. September is National Preparedness Month. And uh, we are in the midst of hurricane season as well. So one of the things we definitely want people to be prepared for is disastrous weather, uh, emergency situations. Yeah, and since um, September is usually our area's uh, favorite month to get hit, Mm. we thought we'd bring in some experts, some people who live it, breathe it. They know the ins and outs of hurricane response. Yeah, so tell our audience who has joined us in the bucket. We have two of our favorite linemen. I'm not just saying that. And they didn't pay me to say that. It's true. <laughs> okay, so joining us, we have Mr. Britton O'Quinn and Marshall Jackson. Um, before we get into uh, today's topic, can you all give us a little bit, a bit of a, a little bit of background about yourself? Starting with Britt. I've uh, been here this October, be 32 years. I've been in the line department since the beginning in 88. 1988. So you've seen plenty of hurricanes. Seen a lot. Sure yeah. have. Yeah, yeah, sure have been on a lot of responses and stuff. It's, it's uh, everyone can think about it and has a special memory in your mind. I can believe that. Yeah. And Mr. Marshall? I've been here going on six years now, whole time in the line department. Not as seasoned as <laughs> Mr. Britton O'Quinn over here. I'm glad you said seasoned <laughs> instead of old. But yeah, I mean, love every minute of it. Yeah. Been on a handful of storms since I've been here. So. All right. So you guys are the experts. Absolutely. Uh, thanks for joining us. So. I guess what are some general uh, tips or advice or some things you guys see out there that will help our customers get a better understanding of what uh, you guys are looking at in storm situations? Over the times, it's, it's always a buildup because they start tracking the storms, you know, a week out. And then we're always down here at work. We're always talking. We're, that's, is this going to hit us? Is it going to miss us? Is it going to turn? Is it going to fall apart? Is right. it going to be a two? Is it going to be a four? And this anticipation, and I, what I've learned over the years of watching them, you always be prepared for them this time of year, but don't really start getting worried until that last day or two when you know it's coming to you. Mm. That's because people can really worry themselves to death about overthinking things. So, so what are some ways they can get prepared? I know we try to talk about having an emergency kit. Uh, it seems like people rush to the grocery store to get bread and water and want to tape up their windows, but what are some things you, you guys would advise? Um, if I had to put my two cents on that, I would say, you know, definitely keep flashlights on hand, keep extra batteries on hand, of course. Keep you a good supply of water, some canned foods, non-perishable foods that you can eat, get you through it, but definitely don't overreact and go clear the shelves at the store. It's not necessary. And when you mention um, the bottled water, people always forget you can – Put bottle. You can get water from the sink and just put it in sure. a pitcher. That's right. You know, you don't need to waste your money on bottled water. She saves, That's what I do. Mom yeah. saves her milk jug. Yep. Mm-hmm. And she's by herself, mm-hmm. so she has the half gallon. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And she's got them in the pantry. She's mm-hmm. got about six of them. And she keeps them on hand all the time. And to kind of piggyback off of that, you know, when a hurricane is coming, we get a lot of questions from customers about the food in their fridge and their freezer. And those jugs of water, freeze them. That's Go it. and put them in the freezer That's and right. keep that in the freezer. That's and that'll right. help keep your food. That's exactly right. Yeah. And when it melts, it's your water. That's double, it. double purpose. Yeah, That's right. exactly. It sure is. And to Marshall, to your point, um, with the non-perishable food, a lot of people have electric can openers. But what happens when a hurricane hits and we don't have power? Definitely need to keep a hand can opener. Go old school, right? Keep. I mean, even if you don't keep it in your drawers, keep it with your food that you got yeah. stored away. Keep it in your kit. Yeah, or buy one of the pop tops if you're going to do yeah. something. I have a tuna right now in my pantry, mm-hmm. and I can't open it because I don't have. It's not the pop top. <laughs> so I, I, was, I didn't buy the pop top. So what is the first 72 is on you? What does that kind of mean? Because I, I guess we try to have nice little slogans, but really, uh, I don't think people will think I'm going to be stranded or trapped in a situation for three days where no one can help me. It's the power will be able to come back on like that. I think they kind of ignore it. But uh, would you say the first 72 uh, kind of being essential, 72 is on you is a good rule of thumb? I do. I Absolutely. really do. 72 is a good number. Mm. It really is because after 72, you can figure you'll you'll get you never get used to it, right? But you'll know what to expect how your day's going. So I mean, after 72 hours, that's 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 strong. I yeah. mean, that's that's a long time for about power and light. Yeah, and, and and with that said, talk about some of the the situations you've seen that may have, I guess, been that drastic where people have gone without service for an extended amount of time. I have seen it to where you put up somebody's house and they just bust out in tears. Mm. Happy you're there because they are so indeed they've they've reached their limit. They reached their boiling point to where they don't know what to do no more. The food does go stay good as long as you don't open that refrigerator and that freezer up. Leave it alone. The food will not go bad just like overnight. A lot of people think you're gonna lose the food in a day. It will not. It'll be fine. But after that seventy two, everything. Um, but the main thing to do is know you're not by yourself. There's always somebody there that's in the same boat you're in, and we're trying our best to get to you. Because a lot of our guys, including me myself, I have gone home with no power. Mm. I, I mean, my power is off, but I'm on a different different equipment. So I know exactly what the customer feels. I know what they're going through. Sure do. We we get comments on our Facebook page, for example, I think back to Florence, where customers are saying, you know, it's been two hours. What's taking so long? And I think it's important to remind our customers that you all can't go up into those buckets. When 30, it's 33. 33 miles per hour. 33 miles an hour. We've got to get out. Um, and that's and what we try to We've learned over the years, you can prepare for a hurricane on our system. Mother Nature's going to take care of it. Right. I mean, we, we try to keep the lights on until that wind speed gets to that. Mm-hmm. So I've been back to the same place two or three times, and it go right back out again. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just a, not a waste of time, but it's going to go out. So we need to wait for the storm to pass. Right. And that's why we're saying 72 hours, that's because right. we can't really do anything until those winds die down, yeah. and it's safe for you all to get out there. That's right. right. And okay. it's, it's amazing after a hurricane the next day how beautiful it is. Well, look at right now. It's yeah. beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's yes. The day after Florence. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Beautiful. Just be mm-hmm. prepared. Let it pass. Mm-hmm. And we can get the lights back on. And know that we're working on it. And one thing that I always like to rem- remind our customers is 
um, a lot of our employees, a lot of our line workers live here in Cumberland County and have PWT themselves. So when our guys are here working, their wives are at home with their kids, their moms, or, you know, their families are in the dark. And so y'all want to get the power back on as quickly as possible. Yes. And you're just saying, if mom ain't happy, nobody's happy. I do know that saying very (laughs) well. You go home to a a wife that's just like everybody else and you're bending it all day and yeah, but you can't blame them. I mean, what do you go? You go 300, 365 days in a year, 360 of them, you got lights. Yeah. With no problem. Right. And all of a sudden for five days in a row, Mm -hmm. we'll choose number five. Mm Mm-hmm. Hopefully, Phil was not going to be out that long. I don't think we have ever no. been, no. no. Even if, with Florence, we were pretty quick to get our power back on, right? Fran, I think Fran was our worst one as far as the time of getting them back on. Mm-hmm. I believe it was four days. Mm-hmm. And I still went other week at my house in my life after Phil was back on. Oh, my goodness. Let's talk um, briefly about uh, inside the building, how we prepare. Um, Britt, you hit on, you know, we know the storm is coming. We're watching the weather. We start getting our crews together. You guys are told, bring your stuff. You're probably not going home for a few days. That's right. Um, he'll send us home. The day the storm's going to come in, mm-hmm. he has to be back at 8 o'clock. Because if you don't get back now, you might not can get back after the storm is hit. Okay. Trees down, rose blocks, flooding, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then we sit here and wait. And yeah. everybody's looking at TV, watching the weather, listening to the radio. Contacting, get, make sure we get the trucks ready, all of our equipment, all of our tools, all of our supplies, um, ice down and drinks for us, mm-hmm. stuff like that. We have to have. I've spent a million night in the cab of that truck. Yeah, I bet. Brush my teeth in the water cooler. I bet. <laughs> Wore the same pair of socks three days. I mean, you know, it's. I bet. I it bet. Okay, so for customers um, and people listening, just as a reminder, all of this information um, for building an emergency kit can be found on our website. Lamont, can you elaborate on that? Yeah. If you were to visit fay.pwc.com, uh, look at our Storm Central page. You will have all kinds of resources to our storm preparation guide. There is a uh, layout of the restoration plan and other resources to help you get prepared. We have videos uh, giving you examples of how to put together an emergency kit. This is just another resource. Uh, hopefully, people will tune in to the many different ways that we're trying to put the information out there. And I wanted to touch on friends. Um, you know, uh, time flies. We we're talking about one year of the the podcast. I believe we're almost celebrating. Well, not celebrating, but it's almost 25 years since Fran. I believe it was what 96. That right. math sounds right to me. Yeah, sure. Yeah. What do you remember? <laughs> uh, me and Marshall are making hand gestures because uh, we were just a child. We were we were young. Well, well, I was in school. We were I mean, kids. I wasn't out here, uh, you know, with the job. With I think the podcast. I was like fourteen or fifteen. <laughs> I wasn't quite a little kid, but anyway. Again, Marshall and I are still younger than you. So we were. I spent Fran in a basement. Touche. Touche. <laughs> no, you didn't. Touche. Yeah, really. My dad was uh building our new house, and that's where that's where we spent. Fran was in the basement of the new house. Oh my oh, goodness! Man. First night in the house. Yep. That's crazy. <laughs> that's you sharing your friend memory Rick Um, what do you got I got a bunch of them but uh, I sent a PWC uh, bucket truck float say that one more time yes ma'am wow at um between the Merck and the Boulevard Uh Boulevard Plant Drive Uh that low spot the dam busted on the lake and one of our one of the best linemen down here I I, I know it was Mousy Dale we seen a little yellow light flinking and and the the truck just started moving and I mean that was He's at the right place at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. And but he got out. Good, good, good. 
and I and they always say the animals look for higher ground. Yes. I found that out the hard way in the swamp. Mm-hmm. Fire ants don't like water. No, sir. <laughs> so I was trying to stand out of the water. Right. And they found my bootleg, and here they come. And uh-huh. I come out of the swamp. Yeah, did. <laughs> Had to. They were eating me up. But they were. But that's oh. another thing people don't think about. In the woods, around your house, snakes, they're going to get out of that water. Mm-hmm. There's something, you know, most of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and... That's something else to watch out for. Now, that in Florida, when we went to the hurricane, alligators everywhere. So let's talk about that. What do you mean when you went to Florida? Uh, when we went to Florida, I can't remember what hurricane it was. It's about four years ago. You're talking about mutual aid. Yeah, and so mutual aid, aid is mm-hmm. an agreement we have with other public power utilities right. um, throughout the country, really. They sent us to Fort Pierce. Fort Pierce, okay. Fort Meade. Fort Meade. Fort Meade. I'm right. sorry. Fort Meade. I remember that day. I I, I came in that day to yeah. give y'all you sure did. snacks. You sure did. The, the goodie bags. <laughs> I yeah. was, it was a fun day yeah. to see y'all off. Yeah. But um, so mutual aid, you all will go places if a disaster hits and people will come help us yes. if a disaster hits. It's a brotherhood. Yeah. And a lot of people don't know that. Um, but a lot of people do. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's getting more. Back in the day, you didn't know about stuff like this. Mm-hmm. You didn't understand it, but now it's got more publicity. I guess mm-hmm. you say they showed it, they showed it staging like at the fairground. Yeah. And uh, yeah, when we need help, they call they come help us, and they need help, we help them. We don't leave until our we know our system's up and running. Yeah. Everything's good. Mm-hmm. And if we're not affected that bad, we'll, we'll usually send two crews. You went to Sandy, is that right? Was that up in Long Island? I did not go to Sandy. You didn't go to Sandy, no, okay? That's, that was one up in New York. Okay, I do remember. Um, the governor sent us a letter. Um, he was so appreciative of PWC coming up and helping get the lights back on for the people of New York. When I went to Greenville, I can't remember what hurricane it was. Um, it was just right road, you know, two hours, mm-hmm. hour and a half. The CEO parked his car on the highway and walked across a distant up muddy field mm-hmm. with his nice shoes on. Oh, goodness. Shake our hand and thank us for coming. Well, good. It sure did. And that, you remember things like that. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. Marshall, where have you been? What? what what has your mutual aid experience been like? Well, the only place that uh, we've been since I've been here was just when I first got hired, the ice storm to hit. We went to Lumberton mm-hmm. and helped them get all that back up. Um, I know the last time we were supposed to leave, it didn't work out. We didn't get to go, so we just stayed behind here. I think I spent, uh, I think I ended up spending four nights here at the plant working. Mm-hmm. So. And I like that you said ice storm because I think it's important that people realize we're not just talking about hurricanes. Yeah. You guys do mutual aid for all types of things. And ice storm is one of the worst things to hit. I mean, all that weight gets on the lines. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's disastrous. Mm-hmm. And they're the hardest to work. Because ice, of the temperatures or that and ice is a beast? Everything's frozen. Everything's After frozen. ice storm comes through, but we say, well, like a hurricane comes through, the next day is beautiful. Mm-hmm. When ice storm comes through, it's not beautiful the next day. Everything's still frozen. So you can have three, four, five days, even a week or two. It's still ice. But luckily, around here in Cumberland County, we hadn't had that problem in a long time. We we haven't every year. Yeah. You're right. It's been a while. So so let's say the we're in a situation where we're kind of like reset. Everyone's power's out, and you guys gotta go from there. What's the priority? What is the I guess the plan? What what's the first step you're gonna take to get things back on? And I, I know you have to assess the situation. I'm giving you a hypothetical, but. Well, right now, in our new, one of our new systems, and Marshall knows about this, we, he's, he's worked on it. We've got an OMS system, Outage Management System. Yes. And the board and, and dispatch lights up, and then whenever it's red, that means there's no power. So what we do on a, any any given storm like that, you want to get your main feeders on first. Okay. So what we'll do, we'll ride the main breakers out on the major highway. Okay. So that's the three-phase lines on the Black Morton Road, Ramsey Street, 
53, just all the main lines of feed. Mm-hmm. Once we get those up and going and get them back hot, then we can get what we call the taps that run off those lines, like in the neighborhood. Okay. So the main feeder first, then the taps. What we got. I can remember um, I used to live off of Skybo Pimley, mm-hmm. and whenever I lost power, lickety split, I was back on because I was on one of those main. If you live on the main feeder mm-hmm. that feeds the substation, yes. That's you're, the you're, first one coming back on. Yeah. You're on fast. You do yeah. quick. That's right. If people look at us and see us leave the job sometimes, mm-hmm. but, I mean, it's just the order we have to go in. you got to get yeah. your main lines back up before you can start worrying about a single house outage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, of course, we're, we're also – Focused on the hospital, getting that back up, or the shelters. That's right. Things uh, like that. Okay. Priorities, that's exactly right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, speaking of priority, our medical priority program. Right. Yeah. I was going to say, go online now while it's calm, because uh, there's an application that goes along with the program, and it's for anyone who is reliant on life-sustaining equipment. Uh, it's kind of having a backup plan, because you never know what the situation may be. Even though you would be the medical priority, they still may not be able to get it back up. So you, you definitely want to have a backup uh, situation for whatever your medical need may be. But also apply for the program. Uh, you would need the form. It's on our website, FAYPWC.com. Uh, look up medical priority and the form will appear. You take it to your physician, have them uh, provide the information that's needed. And I think sign off on it and submit it back to us so that we can put it on file and have it in the system knowing that there is a situation with that residence that will require some medical priority. And um, one of the benefits, there are several, but one of the benefits, the communications team will reach out to you several days in advance. Yeah. You know, as a reminder, the storm is coming, please have your battery back up and this or that. Um, and then we'll do it again as we get closer. And we'll continue to communicate with those people throughout the storm. Right. Yeah. So, so what about our folks who have a generator? And they're plugged in, uh, the, the storm has come, and now they've got their stuff hooked up to a generator. How does that, what, is, what do our consumers need to know that that affects what you're doing to try to get things back on, how uh, it could be a, a hazard to you in a, in, a, in a very fatal way? I know everybody rushes out and gets generators, but the first thing is they need to have it installed correctly by, you know, somebody licensed. Because if it is installed incorrectly, right. A lot of people don't know this, but it'll backfeed on our system. And just like we got drop, you know, step down transformers to go to their house, it comes back through that transformer. It steps back up to primary voltage and puts it right back on us. And you so will have no idea it's coming. We because, will not know. As soon yeah. as they turn it on, it, it makes it back to us. Mm-hmm. We think the line's dead and mm-hmm. it's dead on our side and they bring it right back to us and potentially kill somebody. It's a bad scene. Yeah. Um, her, I believe it was Hurricane Laura that just hit down in the Gulf and, um, Unfortunately, there were a few deaths, and I remember reading that several of those deaths were because of generator issues. So what are some things people need to know when they have that generator in place? Um, well, if you do have a generator, the best thing to do is to keep it outside so you have it ventilated. You don't need carbon monoxide building up in your house. Um, like I said, definitely contact the licensed electrician to install it. Don't just try to stick it up there to get your power back on as fast as possible because there is a chance it's going to come back on mm-hmm. us. That's a turn that main breaker off. Absolutely, that main breaker. Turn the main breaker off. Um, why? That keeps the back feet on the line. Okay, that also helps with that. That'll keep okay. a split in between us and them. Okay, it's not but a little gap. Mm-hmm. It's better enough. Yes. Okay. Okay. That's why you see on the storms a lot of times it's dead. Everything's dead. We still wear rubber gloves. Mm-hmm. Because the generators nowadays are so quiet you can't hear them. 
You can't mm-hmm. tell the houses out of generator. The little mm-hmm. Hondas, mm-hmm. they are sneaky little rascals. They yeah. just, it's a little hum. Some, sometimes we'll get a warning. We'll hear one kick on if it's a loud one. Yeah. But like he said, the new ones, they're, they're silent. You yeah. never know. They're quiet. Okay. So customers, please make sure that you are installing these things properly. Um, it's not a plug and go situation. You really want to take care when you're using these things because you could affect our keep, linemen working in lines. Like Marshall said, keep it outside. Keep it outside. Yeah. A lot of people are afraid it's going to get, is that going to hurt to get wet? Get it's wet made to be outside. Oh, okay. They okay. Will, will not hurt nothing. Mm-hmm. Store, store your fuel safely as well. Definitely. Yes. Keep away from it. That's right. You don't want a fire situation. No, sir. And so these tips, again, are on our Storm Central page on our website. And we also have a great video. We talked to um, an employee over at Horn Brothers, mm-hmm. um, their generator division, and he provided some great information in relation to generators. Absolutely. And that, like, as you mentioned, that video is posted on our Storm Central page. All right. So what are some good rules of thumb before we wrap things up again? Uh, storm time. If you if you could give them a key three, key three tips. <laughs> That's a lot. Is that a lot? Three tips? You got this. Quite a bit. Be prepared. Yeah, definitely. I, yeah, that kind of goes by. Yeah, yeah without yeah. saying. The 70, <laughs> like you said, the 72 hours. Our 72 mm-hmm. is on you. My Absolutely. favorite tip. Were you asking you my, my yes, answer? Yes. Okay. My favorite tip. Um, make sure you follow PwC on social media. Um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, yeah. YouTube. Yeah. Next door. Next door, definitely. Keep your eye out because we um, we communicate. A, a lot yeah. and we make sure our customers know what's going on and the communications group speaks with the line construction group mm-hmm. and so we're in constant communication with each other so we kind of know how the other one is moving right. and we can help relay that information um for example going back to florence you know we were following once the weather was clear we yeah. went outside mm-hmm. and we follow you guys around and we do facebook live um customers like to see you all in action they want to know, okay, they're, they're at the corner of Morganton and Skybo. They're going to get right. close to my house. Right. Um, so definitely follow PwC on social yeah, we media. Got, we got a lot of appreciative customers. Mm-hmm. They're all the time bringing us drinks. And I snacks. always hear about that, and I, that makes me and happy that, and it jealous. Makes, it <laughs> makes, well, what it does, it makes you keep going. Yeah. It's not because you're trying to get something free. Mm-hmm. It shows they appreciate it, and you want to return it. And you, you keep yeah. uh, medication mm-hmm. is a big deal. People need to keep their medication. Remember your pets. That's a good one. Because uh, uh, they're affected too. Yeah. Um, and the biggest thing is something to drink. I think you know water. Yeah, you. I mean, uh, food you can get by about food a couple of days, but water definitely mm-hmm. you have water. Mm-hmm. That's one of the biggest things. And can I say, since you mentioned water, um, hurricanes do affect the water side of our house, as everybody knows. PDBC provides power and water. Right. I mean, so yes, our line construction crews are out and about, but our water guys are also they're they're working hard too, and, and especially our water treatment facilities. Those guys go through a lot of things that, that the public don't even see. Yeah, they really do. Yeah, and we need power to operate water treatment yep. facilities. Yep. So you know, hurricanes definitely yep. have an impact on the water side sure, of the house. That's exactly right. All right, well, we're gonna move towards wrapping this up, but we got we gotta have some fun with it. You know, 2020 has definitely been a, a unique year. Has it been interesting for y'all? Yeah. Have you got yeah. any new hobbies that you picked up? Uh, <laughs> wearing a mask. If you haven't okay. heard, 2020 has been a bit of a year. I'll be glad this over with. Uh, I, yeah. I don't want to wish my life away, but I've had enough of 2020. <laughs> I think we're 18 days to fall. And so, you know, fall, I feel like it's kind of the home stretch where 
we're going to get to 2021. We're hoping that better is to come. I hope 2021 isn't worse. How has COVID affected the way y'all work? It hasn't slowed us down. I think we went home for six weeks, six or seven. You went home in quotes. You were still working every day. Yeah. Keeping the lights on, Mm -hmm. but not doing, just keeping keeping the power stored. So we've been back. But, um, what's Hurricane, what letter are they they on now? M? N? Yeah, I think it was going to be Nana. I think you're right. Nana. Nana. Yeah. They said yeah, this Nana. The, the quickest year of this many storms this soon. Mm-hmm. Twenty point. Yeah. What are we gonna do when we get to Z? That's that was my question. Will we start numbering them? Double A, double B, double Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. The way twenty twenty is going, it was surprising. Oh Lord. Well, I definitely want to thank you guys for joining us and sharing your expertise and your experience with our listeners. We're gonna wrap this one up. We will see. You guys, in another two weeks, I think we're going to be talking about the NC Best Employer, uh, PwC was named. Look at that tease. The NC Best Employer Place to Work, uh, and we're all employees here, and I will definitely say it was a much-deserved award. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for listening, listening excuse me, and joining us in the bucket. We will see you in two weeks. And I just want to say again, thank you to Britt and thank you to Marshall for, one, joining us today and two, making sure the lights stay on for our customers. All right. Thanks for listening. Take care.